Dads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classic. Greetings, Junior Scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hassey, guardian of the written word and your guide through the Junior Classics. Our mission is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. And a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode, and especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon for five bucks a month. The best way to help the show is to tell a friend and ask them to listen. If you want to reach me, send me a letter to P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308. Any listener who sends in an art project based on a story will in return receive some Junior Classics bookmarks. Now today, we continue our Northern Saga with the myth how the Queen of the Sky gave gifts to men. But before we get to the story... Lost and found words! Listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try and spot them during the story. Our first word today is girdle. A girdle is a belt or cord worn around the waist. Frigga, the goddess in our story today, wears a golden girdle around her waist. Our next word today is flax. Flax is a blue flowered plant grown for its seed and for textile or cloth fiber made from its stalks. The women of the earth use flax to spin and weave linens to make clothing and other fabrics. Our next word is nosegay. A nosegay is a small bunch of sweet smelling flowers. The shepherd in our story is very interested in the bunch of blue flowers or nosegay that Frigga holds in her hands. And our last word today is reproach, reproach. This is the expression of disapproval or disappointment. You could also say rebuke, admonish, or scold. The shepherd's wife reproaches her husband for seemingly wasting good soil with useless flowers. That's all for today's Lost and Found Words. Now on to the show. Today, we are introduced to Frigga, the queen of the Asas. The Asas are the tribe of gods that live in Asgard, whose chief is Odin. Frigga is the wife of Odin, the highest ranking goddess and the mother of Baldur. Last episode, Odin traded one of his eyes for a drink of the waters of wisdom and received a vision that showed the death of his son Baldur. The sixth day of the week, Friday, comes from the Old English Fridigdag, meaning the day of Frigg, and is associated with the goddess Frigga. Today we hear the tale the Northmen tell of Frigga, 
the queen of the ASOS. How the queen of the sky gave gifts to men. By the side of Allfather Odin, upon his high seat in Asgard, sat Frigga, his wife, the queen of the Asas. Sometimes she would be dressed in snow-white garments, bound at the waist by a golden girdle, from which hung a great bunch of golden keys. And the earth dwellers, gazing into the sky, would admire the great white clouds as they floated across the blue, not perceiving that these clouds were really the folds of Frigga's flowing white robe as it waved in the wind. At other times, she would wear dark gray or purple garments, and then the earth dwellers made haste into their houses. For they said, The sky is lowering today, and a storm is nigh at hand. Frigga had a palace of her own called Fenselir, or the Hall of Mists, where she spent much of her time at her wheel, spinning golden thread, or weaving web after web of many colored clouds. All night long she sat at this golden wheel, and if you look at the sky on a starry night, you may chance to see it set up where the men of the south show a constellation called the Girdle of Orion. Husbands and wives who had dwelt lovingly together upon the earth were invited by Frigga to her hall when they died, so they might be forever united within its hospitable walls. Frigga was especially interested in all good housewives, and she herself set them an excellent example in Fenselir. When the snowflakes fell, the earth dwellers knew it was Frigga shaking her great feather bed, and when it rained, they said it was her washing day. It was she who first gave them the gift of flax, that the women upon the earth might spin and weave and bleach their linen as white as the clouds of her own white robe. And this is how it came about. There was once a shepherd who lived among the mountains with his wife and children, and he was so very poor that he often found it hard to give his family enough to satisfy their hunger. But he did not grumble. He only worked the harder, and his wife, though she had scarcely any furniture and never a chance of a new dress, kept the house so clean and the old clothes so well mended that all unknown to herself, she rose high in the favor of the all-seeing Frigga. Now one day, when the shepherd had driven his few poor sheep up the mountain to pasture, a fine reindeer sprang from the rocks above him and began to leap upward along the steep slope. The shepherd snatched up his crossbow and pursued the animal, thinking to himself, Now we shall have a better meal than we have had for many a long day. Up and up leaped the reindeer, always just out of reach, and at length disappeared behind a great boulder, just as the shepherd, breathless and weary, reached the spot. No sign of the reindeer was to be seen, but on looking round, the shepherd saw that he was among the snowy heights of the mountains and almost at the top of a great glacier. Presently, as he pursued his vain search for the animal, he saw to his amazement an open door, leading apparently into the heart of the glacier. He was a fearless man, 
And so without hesitation, he passed boldly through the doorway and found himself standing in a marvelous cavern, lit up by blazing torches which gleamed upon rich jewels hanging from the roof and walls. And in the midst stood a woman, most fair to behold, clad in snow-white robes and surrounded by a group of lovely maidens. The shepherd's boldness gave way at this awesome sight, and he sank to his knees before the Asa Frigga, for she it was. But Frigga bade him be of good cheer, and said, Choose now whatsoever you will to carry away with you as a remembrance of this place. The shepherd's eyes wandered over the glittering jewels on the walls and roof, but they came back to a little bunch of blue flowers which Frigga held in her hand. They alone looked homelike to him. The rest were hard and cold. So he asked timidly that he might be given the little nosegay. Then Frigga smiled kindly upon him. Most wise has been your choice. Take with the flowers this measure of seed and sow it in your field, and you shall grow flowers of your own. They shall bring prosperity to you and yours. So the shepherd took the flowers and the seed, and scarcely had he done so when a mighty peal of thunder, followed by the shock of an earthquake, rent the cavern. And when he had collected his senses, he found himself once more upon the mountainside. When he reached home and had told his tale, his wife scolded him roundly for not bringing home a jewel which would have made them rich forever. But when she would have thrown the flowers away, he prevented her. Next day he sowed the seed in his field and was surprised to find how far it went. Very soon after this field was thick with the tiny green shoots, and though his wife reproached him for wasting good ground upon useless flowers, he watched and waited in hope until the field was blue with the starry flax blooms. Then one night, when the flowers had withered and the seed was ripe, Frigga, in the disguise of an old woman, visited the lowly hut and showed the shepherd and his astonished wife how to use the flax stalks, how to spin them into thread, and how to weave the thread into linen. It was not long before all the dwellers in that part of the earth had heard of the wonderful material and were hurrying to the shepherd's hut to buy bleached linen or the seed from which it was obtained. And so the shepherd and his family were soon among the richest people in the land, and the promise of Frigga was amply fulfilled. that, Junior Scholars, is how the Queen of the Sky gave gifts to men. Do you think the shepherd chose a wise gift from Frigga? How do you think the story may have turned out differently if the shepherd selected a different gift? Next time, we will hear the tale of how a giant built a fortress for the Asas. Until then, I am Sir Bradley Hasse. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. 
Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to juniorclassicspodcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Junior Classics. (laughs) And now, a Nordic piece by our friends from Fantasy and World Music. (laughs) 